0: Join our Members Only Club on Spotify and get exclusive podcasts only our members get Monday through Friday at 10 o'clock a.m. Central Standard Time with Chinatown Hollywood. Get over there and subscribe now. Rock on. I would have to say next to Operation Black Rain, this trial right now with the Hells Angels is the trial of the century. It is all over the world. And you know what? It ain't here in the United States, but it's over in Spain. There are 50 members of the Hells Angels over there going on trial for a litany Of charges and I'm hoping everything works out for him and stuff like that but I don't know how the system works in Spain I know it's been going back and forth with Portugal if you will but 50 are going to trial let's take a look at this real quick and then I'll let you hear the video uh, because they covered a little bit more in depth and let's just say they don't got the best courtroom accommodations over there in Spain they don't have that. you imagine what the jail looks like? I'm just asking. Anyway, prostitution, drug trafficking, possession, and trafficking of weapons, extortion, as well as various forms of violence, including murder. Those are just some of the crimes alleged in a 150-page indictment against 50 members of the Hell's Angels chapter that operated on the Spanish island of Morocco. You know what? I'm hooked on phonics English, I ain't getting it. Let's just call it a Spanish island, okay? From 2009 to 2013, my one question is, though, and I might be mistaken here, is it Portugal or Spain, the country that legalized all drugs, because if it's... Not Spain, I can get it, but if they had legalized drugs, you know, know, that whole nine yards. You know what? Brain fart. Just thinking aloud right there. But there's a lot of charges right there. And it's a 150-page indictment. Now, it goes on to say the trial against the club's former leader, Frank Hannibuff, and 49 alleged international collaborators, Uh uh-oh, We're going international now. You know, I think I did see in a story of the FBI wanting to do an extradition. I gotta look that one up again. Uh, According to Spanish prosecutors, the uh, Hells Angels conducted illegal activities under his leadership. He allegedly appointed members who then carried out crimes including extortion, pimping, acquiring illegal firearms, (laughs) You go to any other country, they're illegal with those firearms that they got. Anyway, and robbery in popular tourist spots. Basically, they're living in the 60s over there, man, with the club scene. Woo! Uh, Then it goes on right here. They're trying to do some type of plea agreements for some of the defendants. And it goes on to say it wasn't immediately clear uh, whether his lawyer was among those seeking a plea deal. Now, prosecutors are seeking 13-year prison sentence for him on charges of membership in a criminal organization, money laundering, illegal possession of firearms. They're also seeking a $4.5 million fine For the money laundering charges, you know, I get it. 13 years doesn't seem much with a case like this, but you have to understand different countries, different prison type of deal, okay? Here, that would have been a RICO charge. You're doing the rest of your life in prison. Over there, it's a lot different stuff, man. It really is. It's a lot different stuff over in different countries a uh, other alleged leader members of the group faces charges of running a prostitution ring and drug trafficking. Now, they could face up to 38 years in prison, so it does seem like uh the plea deals are going to start coming out on this one. Again, I don't know the conditions which they have to, you know live in there you know as far as prisons and stuff are concerned but go ahead and take a look at this uh video explaining it a little mo- more more
1: trial of 49 alleged members of a criminal gang linked to the hell's angels began on monday at a packed session of spain's high court it's taking place almost a decade after police clamped down on the group's activities on the resort island of mallorca The defendants face a slew of criminal charges, including extortion, money laundering, drug trafficking, pandering and unlawful possession of firearms. Most defendants arrived by foot or cab to the courthouse, with no sign of the distinctive heavyweight cruiser motorbikes the gang is known for. The prosecution has requested a prison sentence of up to 13 years and a US$4.56 million fine for alleged former boss and German national Frank Hanebutt. He rose through the Hells Angels ranks in the German city of Hanover before supposedly leading the crime ring in Mallorca. Hannibut appeared in the court with a closely shaved scalp, a goatee and a jacket covering tribal tattoos on his forearms. The Hells Angels Motorcycle Club was formed in the US in 1948. It has some 5,000 members at about 350 branches, dubbed chapters, around the world. Spanish authorities say the Mallorca chapter was founded in 2009 and was mostly made up of German and Turkish members. A special prosecutor said the gang was lured to Mallorca for multiple reasons, including the existence of brothels and opportunities to launder money and traffic drugs. The trial is scheduled to last two weeks, but could be extended before a verdict is reached.
0: So that's the full story right there as it stands now. Everything's just getting going. Uh, It's been years on this one, because I remember when it first happened, when they were rounding everybody up, and yeah, it's been a while now. Been a while. I do have a quick question for everybody out there, and it's going to come after reading this story, because there looks like there's more movement out in Volusia, and uh, let's see here, member of the Hells Angels out there pleaded guilty to possessing a gun with an altered serial number with an unregistered short-barreled shotgun. We all know about Cayley's Laws, man. I, I think they're bad here in Illinois, but out there is the worst of the worst. Uh, The suspect, uh, uh, Fairfield, was under investigation for a previous incident where two members of two different motorcycle clubs were brutally beaten. It looks like that incident started to come to a close, uh, they obtained a search warrant where they found several firearms, including a Smith & Wesson 38 Cal with a serial number that had been scratched off, as well as a 12-gauge shotgun with a barrel that had been sawn off. Uh, he's going to be sentenced sometime in May where he faces a maximum prison sentence of years and a $250,000 fine. And you you know you're sentencing stuff out there. Why are you not giving us the sentencing terms? Oh, that's because you're mainstream media. You're too lazy to give us the information we made. Anyway, the question that I had, and this is for the Second Amendment supporters out there, and this might be a hard one for you. Do you think he deserves to go to jail for the serial numbers being wiped off and cutting that 12 gauge shotgun up and it's out, it's going to be very interesting to see the comments about this question because one can say hey when you got people doing that that's what's thrown these gun laws at us those that are legal gun owners I just wanted to throw that out there and see what everybody thought of that one. My personal opinion, uh, I hate seeing it. Because it does affect us legal gun owners when somebody's picked up with serial numbers taken off or cutting a shotgun up on the other hand, I say to myself, who cares, man? You know, the Second Amendment, they didn't uh, define what kind of weapons you could and couldn't have. They didn't define, hey, that you had to have serial numbers on the guns. So it's it's a quagmire, if you, you know what I mean. Anyway, don't forget insane wheels. Get over there. Get your butt over there and check that out. Subscribe. Actually, today's video, because it's Monday and Thursday that I put videos over there. Boy, I guess I was a hater on Harley and a lot of fanboys didn't like that one. So I have to address them, okay? I just got to address them. So don't forget after this one we're going live with China Dow and then our members only is coming up at 9 20 p.m. Central Standard Time if you're not a member click that join button check out the pin comments you define it from there rock on! and don't forget to subscribe to insane wheels my newest channel over on YouTube everything Harley talk motorcycle related it's gonna be a great time over there. If they were a so powerful you could stand on your head and on the ceiling. That position would not only be unavailing but also undignified. Ladies and gentlemen, can I have your attention please? It's time to
1: make noise.
2: canine sniffs out 260k worth of cocaine oh effort. wait
0: till you hear who got busted and they're calling stop. the clubs all criminals wait till you hear
2: go ahead that's not this story oh it's
0: not the cop
2: no shut up oh why you got a room shit because i got a heart on
0: because that's a lot of crap
2: well this is in rock county wisconsin The canine is being credited to helping seize 260K worth of cocaine during a traffic stop. That's a lot of coke. According to the police, the deputy stopped a 2018 Dodge Journey. Uh, And the canine partner, Camo, sniffed out the drugs. The police said it was 7,095 grams of cocaine. That's a lot of grams. So the driver. You know
0: what he should have done? You know how you get past that, right? What? You have to put the hottest pepper in the package because it burns the hair of the dog. That's mean. Don't say that.
2: The driver. That's how you get away with it. Saulstein Brown Robinson, 69 of Chicago, and passenger Tony Wooden, 47 of Chicago, were charged with intent to deliver cocaine. They were both booked and are at Rock County Jail.
0: You know what? That's like a freaking
2: club. Club med. Club med over at Rock County. Freaking stupid. So you want to hear about the Greensboro.
0: I want to hear about the cop who got busted. This one was actually fed. And the DOJ released a statement on it. You know, kind of like how I get the statements when they mess with clubs. Oh, you got to hear about this. (sighs) God.
2: Greensboro Police Chief Sean Denning charged with federal drug crimes. Oh,
0: you heard that, right? I didn't stutter. Federal, right? (laughs) Not state, but federal, right? Federal. Okay, go ahead.
2: The six count criminal complaint charge Denning, age 41, of Delmont, Pennsylvania, was unsealed yesterday in federal court in Pittsburgh. Denning was arrested Wednesday morning at the Greensboro Police Department. And, oh, I'm
0: getting a woody.
2: And made an initial appearance by video. And he is really he was released on a twenty five uh, $250,000 unsecured bond. Is he a gang member then? I don't know. According to the criminal complaint, Denning is charged with Count one, aiding and embedding and distribution of quantity of cocaine around November of 2021. Count two, aiding and embedding distribution quantity of cocaine in and around February of 2022. Count three, aiding and embedding the distribution of quantity of methamphetamine in and around... Oh, meth!
0: Oh, he must be a gang member!
2: January 2022 and February 2022. Count four aiding and embedding distribution quantity of meth, May 2022. Count five. Oh, my God. Meth.
0: Okay, we don't have to go through all this And stuff. count six. I know. He's, he's meth done. Meth
2: and cocaine.
0: Did they give him a RICO charge, maybe? Hopefully?
2: Let's they see. They need to RICO him. The complainant alleges that Denning fel- felicitated an acquisition of cocaine, methamphetamine, by a confidential source multiple times over a 16 month period. So
0: the guy's a cop and he don't understand about confidential informants. I wonder how he feels
2: now about being uh, turned on by a CI. The law inf- the law provides for a maximum total sentence of 20 years in prison. That's it. A million dollar fine or both. Under the federal How much you want how much
0: you want to well, that means he has to do a minimum of 20. Yes. Yeah, baby.
2: So he can get the million dollar fine and the 20-year sentence.
0: That that Blue Queen's going to actually be a queen when he's sent away to the jail. But I wouldn't say queen.
2: <laughs> What's his name? His name is Sean Denning.
0: Sean <laughs> Denning. 41. Yeah,
2: she's going to be called Shona. What's up, Shona? What's up, Shona? You're going to have that lipstick on you, baby. So this case is being investigated by the DEA and Federal Bureau of Investigation. You
0: know what? The DEA has to be next to the ATF, one of the most corrupt feds there are. Once they get involved, they do all kinds of nasty stuff. They do. They're They're just pricks pricks of the highest degree I always say they're the ones who couldn't get into the FBI they're dropouts they're playing assholes they are sorry but I, I, I'm in a great mood this guy got busted busted so does that mean his police department is a gang did he like turn on anybody else Shauna?
2: Shauna? No she didn't yet <laughs>
0: No. How much you want to bet he's gonna go and say, "Well, I'm by, uh, I'm trans, so I have to go to a female jail."
2: Oh, shut up! He is not. <laughs> he's on video. He is 100% male.
0: He's 100% male, but I'm I'm asking a question in here because usually if they trans over or whatever the hell they call it, then they can go to a woman's jail.
2: So I wonder if you know Shauna is gonna do that. Oh my God! Stop! He'll be in PC.
0: Yeah, he probably will be PC, but that blue queen, oh, 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 baby, (laughs) it's about time. And he'll have to serve what, 80% of 20 years? That's a lot of fucking time. But hey,
2: I want to see him come up with that million dollar fine.
0: That's how they hold over you. Them fines are so extorted. It's just way out there with fines people get. That's how they keep control of you. Because until you're de- uh, done paying them fines, they're in your life. And that's what sucks about the justice system. They know they c- you can't pay it, so they get uh, the hold a leash on your neck all your life. True story, man. True story. So what do you think of, you know, this guy being busted like this? I think it's freaking hilarious. Because we hear it so many times, especially from the cop fanboys that I get. (laughs) That, well, you know, if they don't want to go to jail, they shouldn't be doing gang stuff. Well, your cops shouldn't either. That's what I have to say on that subject.
2: Got another one. One more. Got about, I I was reading in the comments, somebody made a comment about this, so I found the article. One time
0: thinks he knew him.
2: I found the article, this man, somebody was commenting about it in in the chat there, so. A Kansas man on a hunting trip was accidentally shot and killed by his dog. By his dog? The pet stepped on the rifle in the back of the car, according to the, the sheriff's department. His dog? Yeah. Wichita resident jo- uh, Joseph Austin Smith, 30, died on the scene Saturday morning, minutes after emergency service arrived.
0: I guess he didn't get back. And they bed. tried
2: CPR and all life-saving mes- measures. Smith entered the passenger seat of the pickup truck that had the hunting gear, a loaded rifle,
0: well, and, that the dog, was stupid.
2: and the dog in the back. It was the dog who belonged to the owner. Of the truck. Well, like I said, the 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 owner didn't it to discharge.
0: The owner didn't give him his morning bone. He was pissed. Yeah, it shot his ass. But I don't understand how the hell the gun went off because of the trigger mechanisms in there. You got to actually pull on that.
2: Must have been the way it was laying in the back seat of the the car, and the the way the paw hit it, and the paw hit it and pulled the trigger, and so uh, uh,
0: see, dogs are smart.
2: And he shot him.
0: Now, I got a question.
2: He shot the passenger. The driver of the vehicle was unharmed.
0: Now, I got a question for you. I do. What? Who is smarter? A dog or a cat? Cat. Now, it was interesting. I read an article where they say a dog can recognize 100 words, where a cat can only recognize 25 words. They communicate in a different way with you. And I'm just bringing this up because every morning I wake up. Okay, I'm sitting there minding my own business, snoring away in dreamland, have my two freaking 18-year-old broads on me. And next thing I know, I wake up and there's a cat on my chest, freaking eye to eye with me, just staring at me. And it's like, dude, you freak me out. Why does she do that? Then I go and read about it, and they say, I've been chosen. Cats choose their humans.
2: Yeah. That's why I said it's your cat.
0: It is my kitty cat. I call her Titty Cat. Yes, it's my Sylvester. But she's just sitting there on my chest looking at my ass.
2: Throw it her. It's your cat. You figure it out.
0: And then... Cats, if you know, in ancient Egypt, were like gods to them. Do you think that they can see ghosts?
2: I think all animals can.
0: You do? Really? Because mm-hmm. I don't believe in ghosts.
2: I think all I think all animals can. You know how many times I've seen both our dogs sitting in my room staring at the closet, and you wonder why I keep the damn closet door closed?
0: And you know what, Dirty Knobs? That's right, ma'am. My cat runs this house. The cat runs the dogs.
2: Yeah, Dogs are stupid. She runs a pit. I
0: yeah. think she's more with the pit than the other one.
2: She doesn't like the Jack Russell mix.
0: But the pit, she'll just sit there laying the window with her. She'll chill. But I think that's scary business because I'm sitting there thinking man, is this cat going to like cut my throat or something? Did Doll send her down here?
2: <laughs>
0: I got all paranoid cuz it's been happening in the last week. So I'm sitting there wondering am I going to die or something? Because she's on my chest. <laughs> I am, I'm really legitimately getting freaked out. You don't have you don't wake up with a cat nose the nose will you? <laughs> no. with you? No. And when you you got to make her a force friend. That's a new word you came up with.
2: It's not a new word. I force friend her. I make her like me.
0: You make her like you. Yeah.
2: I pick her up and I'm like, force friend. I start kissing her and and squeezing her. And I'm like, you're my force friend. And she looks at me like, leave me alone. (laughs) (laughs) And
0: you would think that she would be attached to you. Nope. You're much prettier than me.
2: Nope. She likes your ugly face.
0: She does. She does. But I just think that's wild. And you think animals can see supernatural Yes, they
2: can. They can see and hear things that we can't.
0: Well, that I understand that they can hear things, but they can see stuff, too.
2: Yes, they can.
0: That is very interesting stuff right there.
2: And road rage. Yes. What? so he was carrying a loaded gun in the backseat of a car that was so. Yeah, he didn't even have
0: it in a case
2: that the trigger could be pulled. When he put the dog back there with it, and that's not an accident; it's just inevitable that is. So, true. did
0: they charge his dog with murder? Doesn't say. Did they give him a photo too, like they did with <laughs> Agent Ice?
2: Maybe, maybe he might have a mug shot.
0: Maybe he he'll get a freaking uh, you know a lawyer to help him out on this one.
2: Freaking Gary, the dog identifies as non-binary. <laughs> 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 his master refused to acknowledge, so he had to do what he had to do. <laughs>
0: Oh, you're going to hell.
2: (laughs) Gary, you're going to hell.
0: (laughs) That's what they say about me all the time. And I don't even do nothing. You know, just like on, you know, insane wheels tonight at 5 p.m. Central Standard Time. If you haven't subscribed, get over there and subscribe. They say that I'm a hater on Harleys. Who's they? All these fanboys. You know what? I never ever because it's a different audience over there it is it's a different audience they don't care about clubs none of that they just care about bikes and all kinds of bikes you know you have your harley haters then you have your harley fanboys and it's amazing to see them going back and forth at each other it is so i was pointing out some things about the new Harley, uh, 2023s and boy, the hate that I got. Well, you're just a hater. Well, all I'm doing is pointing out some specs that I don't agree with. Well, you're a hater. Well, it looks, you know, the glide, the road glide looks like a 85 gold wing. You're a hater. They don't give any arguments.
2: They just call you a hater?
0: They just call me a hater.
2: You're not a Harley hater. You have two in the garage. I,
0: how many? I've had, I don't know how many damn Harleys. I can't count them. I don't even remember half of them.
2: You ever notice how close up I look in the camera and you're like far away? That's because I'm prettier. Anyway. No, they just I
0: do not I don't consider that a hater when you're trying to give your personal opinions out there. So I everybody's allowed to have
2: their own personal opinion
0: not on the internet I guess not in computer land
2: you're just not allowed
0: no I'm not allowed I guess they don't like how I talk it happens
2: Yeah.
0: you know maybe tomorrow I should do 10 signs that show you're always a brave man for standing up for myself
2: (laughs) dirty enough the 2023 Harley comes with a Starbucks holder and you know what I
0: brought that up And they come back, well, the CVO wasn't made for people like you. What do you mean people like me? (laughs) What do you mean like people like me? Because
2: you don't drink Starbucks.
0: No, No. I'm talking about it's a $60,000 motorcycle, if that, not including finance charges. And I was like, I can go buy one.
2: You just choose not
0: to. I choose not to be stupid. I'd rather go get a Dodge Charger or a freaking Ford Mustang. I ain't paying that kind of money. But that's the attitude some of these people have. And I think that's where the great divide in the biker scene is. You got these rubbers. And then you got regular people's. And what they don't understand about Harley Davidson was it was supposed to be a working man's bike. And then they got stupid and hired the shoe salesman from Puma to be their CEO. Has no motorcycle experience whatsoever. And now they're pulling that crap that they did in 94. Keep all the models off the showroom floor. And make them spend all the money on the big stuff.
2: Thanks, Tom. What? He says you two are awesome <laughs> together. Oh, you thank w- you. You work great together and that's what makes makes this program work. I appreciate that. Thanks.
0: I'm the good one, she the dumb one. Anyway, hey. it happens.
2: <laughs> Dirty knobs rubber MC. <laughs> right? <laughs> do they got do they got 3 piece or 1 piece? Now let me ask you something. <laughs> what?
0: Would you have kicked my ass if I went and bought a CBO? Would you have kicked I'm, me in the ball
2: I, 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 I'm not gonna and l-
0: spent $60,000 on it? Yeah. Would you <laughs> you would have killed me
2: for that price? Yeah, I would have killed you. I would have been like, I could have gotten like a new vehicle instead. Hmm.
0: Even when you were in the dealership and I was haggling back and forth with that dude, yeah, you were like, you better not pay this or pay that, and I got three thousand dollars out of them.
2: Yeah, because I was looking up the, like blue book prices. Oh, I, like I, I was.
0: I wasn't gonna. No, then I got a new charging system out of them, a radio, a Rockford Fosgate. Yeah, but I can't imagine me doing that. I can't even imagine paying up over 15 G's for a bike. My low rider, my ass was uh, freaking tightened up. It was, <laughs> but I, you know, I like the damn thing for, you know, local stuff.
2: Noel says you do hate on Harleys a lot. He does not. He's got two in the garage. I just point out facts <laughs>
0: or opinions about how stupid they are. That ain't hanging on them. I mean, I'm not. I gonna still be wanting, ride them. I, I
2: won't run out and spend sixty G's on a dang, on a bike or a car.
0: I, you know what? I'd cry just buying one for twenty grand because it makes no sense where we're at, and because <laughs> you can only really ride comfortably six months out of the year. Mm-hmm. That's it.
2: And one time he says 60K, it depreciates the 10K when you You're leave You're damn them. right. <laughs> it's true.
0: And that's what I was talking about the other day. Why you should buy a used bike because you got a lot of these rubbers that go out there. They'll spend 60000 ride it for a couple years, put hardly no miles on it. They get hit with the depreciation costs on the motorcycle with Flipster loan upside down and you don't have to deal with that depreciation because one thing i got to give harley is they hold their value they do they hold their value but why should i go out there and take on a seven eight nine hundred dollar a month payment
2: who the hell wants to spend a g note a month on a vehicle
0: well i'm talking about a motorcycle Well,
2: on a motorcycle i ain't that damn
0: into motorcycles
2: and you're only gonna ride it six months out of the year that's just ignorance
0: but what is the ignorance of them coming back and saying well that's not built for you what the hell is that
2: don't judge a book by its cover man
0: that's why i really do hate going into dealerships
2: See, that's just it. When you walk into Harley, they do judge a book by its cover. Oh, you're damn right they They do. judge you by how you look on whether or not they even want to approach you.
0: You're damn right. You've seen it happen.
2: I watched it happen. They bypassed him and went straight towards another guy just because he was dressed differently than Hollywood was. i seen it. That's just like me walking through the inside Harley over by like the shirts and stuff. And... This was in the summertime, so I had all my tattoos showing. They bypassed me and walked up to some chick
0: that from, was in her nice little bass with the
2: Harley bass, was wearing a little Harley and
0: a $50 bandana from there.
2: And they walked up to her instead of approaching me. And here's me going, All right, you're lost because you know, I had a couple hundred bucks I was going to spend on shirts and stuff like that, but now I'm not.
0: No, problem with used bikes is you don't know how people take care of them. People wail on their stuff. You know. It, well, you know, if you're getting into this type of stuff, you got to know something about bikes. Either that, take it to a dealership or take it to a mechanic and let them go over it, it because you're putting yourself, even with nowadays I have buddies that are putting themselves in some pretty bad financial stuff. Because they wanted the bike so bad. They were willing to pay what the dealer wanted. Then they were willing to pay like 30% interest on the loan. And now they're freaking out because they can't make the monthly nut. You know, Eagle Finance, Eagle Mark Finance, you got to stay away from them. They're giving 84 months now on loans. They're making a ton of interest.
2: Dirty knobs, 100%. It's the homeless-looking guy that can buy the place with cash.
0: Well, yeah, if you can do that, I say go on Facebook Marketplace.
2: Well, I'm just saying. there It's the guy that you do, don't think has the money is the one that's going to come in and buy it outright. Well, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And the guy that looks like he's got money really might not be able to afford it. No. Uh-uh. So that's what I'm saying. Harley needs to stop judging people by how they look. And that's not Hayden. And it's not just Harley. It's everywhere.
0: You know what? I have to disagree. Indian, they have some awesome customer service.
2: Dude, it's like going into Walmart and I get followed around because of the way I look. And I'm not stealing nothing. But this chick that looks like the yuppie mom... (laughs) With the freaking minivan is putting half the store in her damn purse, and I'm getting followed. Right. I've witnessed people stealing at the store and they're you know following that, me.
0: That's a video I'm gonna do over on Insane Wheels is Indian versus Harley. You know, I've talking to one of my buddies in Arizona that just got one, and he's and this guy was hardcore Harley. I'm talking hardcore Harley. He got that Indian. He don't even think twice about Harley now.
2: Well, Nitro, you're right. They hate when you walk in there and buy the parts because they're not doing the work and you are. Mm-hmm. They get mad. Well, where's the bike? Well, I'm just getting the part. I'm gonna do it myself. Yeah, because <laughs> y'all charge too much.
0: They're sir, did you see how pissed off they got when I said, You know what? I'm paying for a delivery fee here. You're gonna make sure this bike's right. So they actually lost money on the bike. Yeah. With me. Yeah. They put a thousand dollar freaking Rockford Fosgate in Which it. Which you
2: didn't ask for.
0: They did it on. They
2: did that on the. Well own. that's
0: because they finally found out. Oh wait a second. He's the guy from Insane Throttle and he can blast our ass. <laughs> Blasted them anyway but they put that in but the charging system was fucked up and I was like you know fuck you dude. You're paying. Uh, you know what I paid that delivery fee. You're doing it. So they put a whole new charging system in it. And she's a beautiful bike, 12,000 miles on her. Mm -hmm. But I knew what I was doing. So I can see where no's coming from. You don't know. Mm -hmm. So that's why you got to take steps and say to yourself, okay, if I don't know about the bike, take it to somebody who does. There's no embarrassment in that.
2: Harley Davidson in Cincinnati charges 120 an hour, says Dwayne.
0: It's a lot more over here. It's
2: a lot more here. <laughs> yeah.
0: I think it's like 150 over. 100, where I got
2: 150, my. 160.
0: Uh, one time, and see this. Look at what one time said.
2: I did. I read that already.
0: He went to Indian test drive in Daytona, and there ain't no comparison with Indian at all. It's all it's with Indian people will say, well, it's been under different names before. Or with different companies? Well, this one's different. Polaris owns it. And they're one of the biggest uh, motorsports companies in the United States. That's one of the reasons why they got rid of Victory was to concentrate on the Indian more.
2: I I think SNS nailed it. Go ahead. They pray for the repo so they can charge the original owner, then turn around and sell it to another and collect interest off the next person too. That is nailing it. I think he nailed it right there.
0: Because if you got a $15,000 loan and your bike's only worth 10, they repo it. Not only do they get it on the repo charges, but then you still got to pay that five grand. They turn around and sell it to a dealer and the dealer goes right back and tries to get a loan from the same bike. So they're dipping on you right there. Double dipping. That's why I say stay away from Eagle Mark. They'll give anybody. Do you think everybody deserves a loan for anything? Like a house mortgage. You just think they are owed a house mortgage.
2: No, I don't think anybody's owed nothing in this.
0: And that's what happened in 2008. Everybody got a damn mortgage. Next thing you know, the bottom dropped out because people couldn't afford the damn money. So no. But that's what Eagle Mark does. They'll give anybody a loan. Anybody. Mm -hmm. And that's what they hope for. And that's why they're doing the 84 month thing now. So they get interest for that eight years.
2: Well, then there's me going, oh my God, my credit score dropped like two points. (sighs) (laughs) I'm worrying about my credit score, but they'll just like give anybody a loan.
0: They will. Mm -hmm. Nowadays.
2: Mm
0: It's Unbelievable. And as far as women. Hello, Mike Ball. Women are concerned. What I hate is when they walk into a Harley dealer. Or a car dealer. Or a car dealer. They
2: come at you like
0: flies on poop. They look at you like you're the dumbest thing that walked the earth. Mm -hmm. And I don't like that. And I think that the topic you picked fits into that perfect. Yup. And that is 10 signs that you show you're a brave woman because women do need, let's just keep it at a Harley dealership. Women are new to the motorcycle industry. You know, they're just getting out there riding on their own. So when you walk into a dealership, they look at you like you're something dumb. And then they try to mow over you. You've had this happen with car dealerships. Mm They try to talk you into every damn thing and say, well, just trust me.
2: Well, that's just like when I go to get just a normal everyday oil change. You need this filter. You need this filter. You need this. You need this. No, I don't. Because you know what? I can go my happy booty to AutoZone and get that filter and change it myself because I know how.
0: But most women don't.
2: And I know the cost of all those parts. So, well, I guess that has to do with running an auto you know repair shop for a while Hmm. so it's like i'm not ignorant but it's like women need to gain power which means gain knowledge which means learn do you think that's what it is they don't have the knowledge that is that is a lot what it is the women don't have the knowledge which entails you got to bring your man with in order to get not screwed over no not i want to be able to go somewhere I want to be able to purchase a vehicle or purchase, like I'm not going to purchase a bike, but just for an example, or even just go get my freaking oil change without somebody trying to take advantage of me because I'm female. So that's when you stand up for yourself. And Well, that's kind of like what our daughter, dude,
0: she left that dealership all happy and stuff that she did it on her own when I'm sitting there telling her, you know what, video chat me. Well, I'm going to do it on my own. And I think sometimes pride gets in the way of a woman because they end up getting screwed in the end because they don't want to listen. That's just like me. If I don't know something, I'm going to go to somebody who does.
2: Mm -hmm. And let me tell you, SNS, the blinker fluid thing, they do try and pull that on people. They do. I'm not going to lie because I had like
0: this Jiffy Lube crap.
2: This place by us that when I was getting the oil change that they tried pulling that crap on me and I looked at him and I go, dude, I know how to pull out my own headlamps and change my bulbs. So you can try that one on somebody that's ignorant.
0: And then they sit back and look at you like you're the asshole.
2: Then they're just like, damn, do not approach her.
0: So what are some things that a woman needs to do to stand up for herself? And you brought up one of the best ones I've heard is education.
2: You gotta educate yourself. You gotta know you gotta know things before you go somewhere. Do your research. Just if don't gonna, trust
0: these people. If
2: you're gonna eat just if you're gonna go buy a car or go buy your first bike, research it and know what you're talking about. Because if shut not, them down as soon as you walk in. You basically need to be comfortable speaking up. If you are not comfortable speaking up and Telling them, and this is even for guys too. If you're, I mean, I know you guys can all speak up, but there's women out there that do not feel comfortable speaking up for themselves. Well, guess what, ladies? You need to advocate for yourself and you need to speak up for yourself and tell them this is exactly what I'm looking for. See,
0: it wasn't until this year that you started that. Because <clears throat> before, I remember when you were having problems at that beauty school and all that stuff. You would sit in the back, shivering like a little wussy, and I had to go in there. I had to go in there and speak, and anytime I go talk to somebody, you shrink in the chair. But in the last year, you haven't done that. Uh-oh. The last year, you grew as a person. But I totally believe that women need to speak up because that's the way they get taken advantage of. When they don't
2: Yeah, you need to speak up Mm -hmm. Don't shy away from it Like, uh, you need to speak up You need to feel comfortable With your own self And advocate for yourself Why
0: was it you couldn't do that before? And I'm not bashing on it You, You evolved as a person I'm proud of you
2: because I was always worried about everybody else's feelings, and I've come to the conclusion I need to worry about myself and not other people's feelings. Uh, it's it's all. It, sometimes you got to be. It's got to be all about you.
0: Well, it does. Because gotta,
2: I got to stop. I had to put it aside and stop worrying what everybody else was thinking and just be me
0: and don't care what the hell and they if talk. If you don't
2: like me for me, then too bad.
0: And you got to come out and say, you know what? Screw you. I don't give a shit. Mm-mm. And a lot of people can't do that.
2: No, they can't.
0: Especially a woman. Mm. And what used to irritate me when you started slouching down in your chair as I would get going was a lot of it had to do with money. Yeah. Me and money, you don't mess around with. No. So if you're getting screwed at this place, I'm going in there and tell them, hey, what's up? And I always get my way by the time I'm done. Yeah.
2: And, that, and and what he's talking about is I was actually, since I've had my hair license for like 30 years, I actually went back to school to become an educator for hair and ended up leaving. Why was that? Because they, 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 because I look different than everybody else, they treated me different like I was an idiot.
0: And that 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 had
2: you upset. And they had an initial contract, and then all of a sudden all these other fees started coming up out of nowhere. But the other people going for the same education I was were not being and then charged you came home fees. crying
0: and then you started yelling, Well, I'm gonna go do this or I'm gonna <laughs> go do that. Okay, let's go. And then you go in and then you shrank. But now you won't do that.
2: Mm-mm. Nope.
0: I think the show gave you thick skin.
2: Well, because I learned to set strong boundaries.
0: And that's another one.
2: Meaning I speak up when I need to and I assert my opinions and my wants and my needs and I stand up for myself. I'm tired of being people's doormat and I've learned... You just, you got to say what you got to say. That's just like, um, for an example, like saying no to a friend who wants to meet up for like the fourth time that week, you're swamped, you're at work, you're exhausted, you don't really want to go out. You got to learn to say no. I think
0: a lot of women have problems with that.
2: A lot of women don't.
0: Especially if you go into a car dealer, you're all pressured and shit like that. A lot
2: of people don't know how to say no. Hmm. And you have the right to say no.
0: Well, yeah, especially when you're spending your money. Exactly. That's one thing that a lot of people don't understand. Is you work hard for your money. It's your ass that put the time in for that money. And then when somebody else tries to tell you what to do with that money. Or they'll actually get attitudes and they'll actually get pissed off. that you're spending the money you want. Or if you have somebody that leeches off of you, they think it's all right to leech off of you when it ain't because you put the time in for that money. That's right. But God forbid that you do something like that to them. Then you're the biggest piece of crap there is. Mm -hmm. That's just how people's thinking is. That's the sick thing about it. But, uh, you know, and that with women, that's why we have two different accounts. Yeah, because you're an adult. You should be able to, even though you can hardly have the time. Be able to budget your money. And do what's right with it, because you earned it. I didn't go
2: in there and work it. So and keep in mind, he does tease me about budgeting money, but I'm not out there because I hate shopping. The only thing I do for myself every month is get my nails done.
0: And do I complain about that? No,
2: you do not. Because I actually have an appointment today. (laughs) Yeah, but do I
0: complain about that? No, because you're the one who went. And that's the way I think. That's why we don't got joint accounts.
2: So as far as me spending money, it's usually getting stuff for the house or my, my son or Hollywood, like groceries and stuff like that. I'm not spending money frivolously on myself because I just don't. Mm -hmm. He actually gets mad when he gives me money for like my birthday or something like that. And I spend it on cigarettes for us. (laughs) And he's like, what
0: the hell? But then she'll come back and complain. Well, I didn't get nothing for my I
2: didn't get nothing for my birthday. He's like, I gave you like a 100 bucks. He's like, yeah, I bought a carton of cigarettes (laughs) (laughs) and we shared it. He's like, "Uh, I told you not because
0: we've got questions about that. Why do you don't have joint accounts? We've never because I didn't earn her money.
2: We've never had joint accounts, just like I don't earn his money. Even though I give her some, but, I'm a dumbass. But we have it figured out. I pay these bills, he pays these bills, and we both buy groceries. We we have everything worked out. He pays for his own bikes. I don't pay for his bikes. No, no, uh-uh.
0: no freaking way. You ain't touching my bikes.
2: I don't pay for his bikes. He earned them. He wanted them. He can pay for them. <laughs> <laughs>
0: exactly.
2: I don't pay for them, and that I
0: think that kind of keeps it to where we don't fight on finances.
2: We we no, we get mad at each other. Well, you get mad sometimes because I spend a little too much at the grocery store, but it's also because... <laughs> rage.
0: It's for safety reasons. If uh, J Nine ever saw what I spent on bike parts, she would kill me.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but it, it's like. He gets mad sometimes because I spend a lot at the grocery store. But then if I sent him to the grocery store, we'd be eating out of cans.
0: Well, yeah, because it's cheaper.
2: That's why I'm going to stock up on Chef Boyardee raviolis for you.
0: I love them things. Uh, One time, that's how you stay married. Every couple should do that. Do you well, think?
2: we've been together. It'll be 29 years <laughs> this July. So, Well, actually, we've been... Together, 29 years in September, we've only been married how many years? Huh? How many years have we been married? 22. How many? 22. Are you sure? Yes. Did you do the math? Probably not. (laughs) Well, we got married. 21 or 22. We got married in 2001.
0: (laughs) Okay. It's 21 or 22. Who fucking cares? (laughs) Who cares? (laughs) Dork. You and know, I don't That is
2: not your thing.
0: Uh, you know what, when it comes to money, I'm different grizz. I don't have three accounts. The house accounts, screw that. It's mine and hers.
2: We have two separate accounts. Yeah. He has his account, I have mine.
0: And you have And to we pay. also
2: have separate credit cards. Yeah. He has his credit cards, I have mine.
0: You always keep finances away from <laughs> each other. That's what I think.
2: The only thing we have in common would be we have a Walmart card that is in his name, but I am a I am a card holder. And then we have a credit card for at my work for gas and cigarettes. Right. That is the only joint we have. Everything I else. I still have to pay it. He still has to pay those, though.
0: <laughs> asshole. What's another one? You are. You're an asshole.
2: You need I to be. Pay it. Women. Women need to be more confident about their decisions. They have to. have Is that confidence. something you learned over the last year? Yes, it is. You have to. Um, You're confident about your decisions and you don't hold back just to please others. That was my number one problem. I would hold back on making decisions because of the fact that if I thought it wasn't going to please somebody else, I wouldn't say it or do it. Now I don't care. (laughs) It's about
0: time.
2: Because the only person I need to appease in life is myself. And me. And you. But, you know, you take me as I am.
0: Yeah, you know what? (laughs) Yes or no? Do I or do I not?
2: Yeah, you take me as I am, even my five-year-old self.
0: Do I watch over you like a hawk? Yes. Because in the past, you are stupid.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Because (laughs) I would see people
0: take advantage of you.
2: And what did I say? I have to find things out in my own time.
0: But you don't do that anymore.
2: No, I don't. I don't...
0: You actually listen.
2: I don't... I I don't... No. I don't do it anymore. Hell, I went off on my boss yesterday at work. Well, that's good. I told her to go fuck herself.
0: (laughs) And you did that with a lot of family over the last year.
2: Yes, I have. Yes, I have. And I don't care.
0: And you seem a lot more happier. I do. And women who do that usually do find peace and they don't give us men headaches anymore.
2: Well, what it is, is you got to have inner peace. If you don't have inner peace, you're going to go mentally insane. And I'm not going to lie. I mean, Tuesday I was here and I swear I was having a nervous breakdown because of everything that's built up inside. And I'm not letting anything out that. And I'm trying to do more than I should be doing on a freaking fractured tibia and i overdid it and i had legit a nervous breakdown and i had to deal with it and he had to deal with it because i took it all out on him i'm carrying pizza and my pizza flipped over on the stairs and i freaking chucked it and i'm like oh no this is it and then i'm telling him it's all his fault because he wouldn't help me
0: and i was in another room and <laughs> didn't even know she was coming up he didn't
2: even know i was coming upstairs So I had, like, a total breakdown, like, major breakdown. But what does
0: that say about a relationship where a lot of guys wouldn't stick around for that shit?
2: Yes or no? That's true. A lot of guys would be like, well, screw this, I'm out. But, you know, you got to take the good, the bad, and the ugly. No, but most
0: guys would have said, go screw yourself.
2: Yeah, but you know I'm mental, so it's fine. (laughs) <laughs> it isn't
0: fine because that don't empower you as a woman it actually makes you look like a child
2: well it does because i act like a five-year-old every now and again but last, now and again okay a lot and but tuesday was like my breaking point mm. enough was enough because I- we
0: are we're you know who's that's not standing up for yourself Mm-mm. that's making you look bad
2: right well that's why you know yesterday at work i stood up for myself and had had a great time telling my boss off mm-hmm Hey, don't pull me in the back room and close the door. Mm -mm. You didn't tell me about this. No, no. She kept telling me, ever since you hurt your leg, you haven't been yourself. And I said, because I'm going through mental things right now. And she goes, is there something I can do? Because you really need to be more here when you're here. And I looked at her and I said, you need to either walk out this room right now Or let me walk out this room before I knock you on this floor. She's like, what? I said, I'll be here when I'm here. I might not be right upstairs, but I'm still here doing what I need to do. So you need to get out of my face before you're hitting this floor. Ooh, doing a Hollywood. And guess what? She apologized and left and went to immediate care because she wasn't feeling good. Oh, I think I hurt her feelings.
0: Give me one more. Give me one more. One more. Mm. What's coming up in the second half? Are we talking about uh, motorcycles?
2: Uh, In the second half, we are talking about 10 things nobody tells you about riding a motorcycle. That's
0: our members-only one. If you guys ain't a members-only, you can join by this link right here. I'm putting in the uh, conversation Monday through Friday. We have a members-only deal live. And, of course, our members can uh, uh, re-listen to it. Afterwards, but go ahead.
2: Don't let fear hold you back.
0: Fear is a mfr for everybody. Yes. Fear can drive you crazy.
2: You need to be able to look fear in the eye and laugh because you know you've got this. Whenever something scares you, you need to try and face it head on. And that's for anyone.
0: You're damn right. That's for anyone.
2: Mm-hmm. You need um, to stand up for yourself against other people.
0: <laughs> dirty nods. China gave a colon cleanse to the boss. <laughs> yes, I did.
2: Well, let's just put it this way. At work, if I was to leave that job, that place would die.
0: That's what you would think.
2: No, I know. Because if she can't find people to work mid shifts now, try finding a closer.
0: I don't know. Fear is not good for the soul. You got that right, Nitro. When you're always fearful and stuff, That's like uh, Howard Stern, that dork, big bird asshole. During COVID, he locked himself away from the world in his house because he was so paranoid. You can't have that kind of fear because you're not living life anymore.
2: COVID, I was on the front line. I was working every day. You were. Yep, every day.
0: But at the same time, if you let it paralyze you fear, you're not going to live good. Mm -mm. It's actually going to kill you sooner. You know, you got to get rid of that demon. You just got to say, you know what? Get the hell out of here. Kick them in the ass.
2: Well, that's just like, if you've got a crappy boss, a a, a toxic friend, or even a toxic family member, you, you don't let fear or nerves get to you when you're being treated like crap. You need to stand up. And basically what this whole thing boils down to
0: Kick their ass to the curve.
2: Is stand up for yourself and don't let anybody treat you that way. Nobody should be treated like a piece of crap.
0: Unless you are.
2: Unless you are, or unless you deserve it. But you know, I never say anybody deserves that. They gotta earn it, I guess.
0: Right. I think that has to be the biggest takeaway out of this one. Get rid of your fear.
2: Yeah. You can't you can't be afraid.
0: No. Uh uh-uh. uh. You you gotta face. you
2: gotta face your fears, and that's pretty much with anything.
0: Anyway, we're going to go to the members only uh, live stream, and uh, that starts at 9.20 a.m. Make sure you go in there. If not, hit that link oh, and join it's, up. Uh,
2: it starts before that. It he does just, sometimes. He just has to go pee.
0: I just take a piss and I come back <laughs> on. You know, that's the way it is with me. Anyway, everybody else, I'll see you tomorrow. God, Rock 106 miles to Chicago, we got a full tank of gas, half a pack of cigarettes, it's dark, and we're wearing sunglasses. Hit it. Hey, careful, man, there's a beverage here, huh? Hey, hey, man. We're gonna put the skitties in your Allen wickers, you blonka! Do you know what he's saying? W M M R D B rockford I guess all I've been doing lately is hating on Harley Davidson. The last couple videos, that's what I'm being told is, stop hating on Harley Davidson. Actually, I don't think I've been hating on him. Yes, I've been giving a little critique from my point of view. It's called a debate. That's why we put this stuff up on YouTube, to get a conversation going. And yes, I've talked in the past videos about why I think Harley-Davidson dealerships are closing, but God forbid you get on the bad side of all the Harley fanboys. Now, just to be clear, I've owned multiple Harley-Davidson's. More than I can remember. I can't even remember all the Harleys I've had. And I've also owned Metric Bytes as well. But, I got two Harley sitting out in the garage right now. So I wouldn't have to, you know, I wouldn't take it as hating on Harley Davidson. Just giving a little pointers here. And I know we're not involved with Harley. We don't own the business, blah, blah, blah. Because that's the next thing the haters are going to come well you don't run that business what do you know Oh, okay well i have ran a bunch of businesses and made uh well with them so i might know something about doing business and one thing i know with doing business is you never get away from your core customers what do i mean by that well i had somebody come on one of the last videos and said, well, Harley Davidson's a luxury item, it's not intended for you, why don't you STF you? Wow. I guess Harley's ain't for me. Or anybody else like me is what you're saying? That is the attitude of the doctors, lawyers, judges, whoever that buy them CVOs. That's their attitudes almighty in their uh, thinking, if you will. But here is the problem. You really want to know something else that's killing Harley Davidson? It's themselves. Now, I know there's all kinds of different regulations, country by country, you got to do stuff with emissions. I get it! But at the same time, you don't price your customers out of reach. And yeah, that's everybody's talking about price, 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 price. Oh, you know what? They're a luxury item. Okay, I got that. They're brand new. They're luxury. But where they're killing themselves are the reaction of the prices drives somebody to the used market. Where they can get a Harley Davidson basically like new without taking the hit on the depreciation, without having to sink a whole ton of money in it, for thousands less. And I've always recommended going used. But Harley-Davidson has made itself its own enemy. That's why you see a lot of dealerships, they want to buy all they can. I cannot tell you how many phone calls I get from the dealership wanting to buy back my 2015 lowrider. They want to buy it back. It's like, I need to put you on a do not call list because I said no. But that's where a lot of profit is now with the dealership is in used bikes because God knows nobody can afford the new ones. And those that do, like this guy said, it's a luxury item, are not going to be able to uh, carry the company. That's where your brain got haywired or something. Yeah, they might, uh, after taxes, delivery, and all that type of stuff, 60 G's out the door for that CVO uh, road glide we were talking about. You know why they're limited, right? Because there's no damn way they can sell them at full production. That's why it's limited. Because they know that kind of bike can't carry the company. You gotta throw some bones to us less fortunate people, I guess you would say. But even when they're starting to price a Sportster S at 16 by the time you're done with finance, all that crap, you're looking at 18 for a sporty. So people go to the used markets. And I do not blame them whatsoever. If you go on Facebook Marketplace, you can find some killer deals on it. Killer deals. Well, you're not supporting the company. Well, why should I? I like the bike. I don't like the company. They gave up on a lot of people a long time ago. They turned their... Site on the something different and then when you question them in their sites where they're always complaining hey we're trying to target we're trying to get the younger generation that's what the live wire was all about was urban kids but you think they're going to put up a price tag of $30,000 because it has a Harley symbol on it Uh-oh. so when they go out and say they want to do this but go and do an opposite reaction or action and then they get bad feet out from that. You don't blame the ones that call them out on their hypocrisy. No, hopefully they start listening to their customer base. And their base is not rich. They're middle-income Americans. Middle-income they can't afford seven to a thousand dollars a month on some of these bikes payments. Hell, hardly anybody can afford nowadays the three to five hundred payments. The economy's not there. And then when you're talking about going after the women, you're really not doing yourselves any favors because they love the low riders, they love them. Then you got your sporties and your lineup's not real thick for 2023. So, what are you thinking they're going to do? They're going to go buy used. But the fanboys and the fangirls, they always tickle me to death. They always do. Even though I prefer riding a Harley Davidson, I still love everything on two wheels. And when you try to give a review or your opinion, you try to keep it real. And that 2023 li- uh, lineup was garbage. I get it. There's all kinds of channels that are ran by dealers on YouTube. What do you think they're doing? They're trying to sell you a bike, dummy. They're not going to go out there and give you any bads about the motorcycle. Just like they're not going to show you, you know, what's in that uh, small writing on that contract. So then they get upset with the other channels that give real opinions. Because I'm not sitting here trying to sell you a 2023 Harley. It's just being for real, it's being honest. And the problem that I see is not only price, but Harley Davidson got away from its core customer. And they waited too long to expand that core customer base. What do you guys and gals think? Let me know. What are your thoughts on Harley-Davidson as a whole? We've heard it. Prices. But what else do you think's holding them back? And what do you think about those that are fanboys and fangirls going around saying, well, you're hating on them all the time? Don't forget to like and subscribe. We'll see you Monday and Thursdays, 5 p.m. Central Standard Time, right here on Insane Wheels. Rock on! And don't forget to subscribe to Insane Wheels, my newest channel over on YouTube. Everything Harley talk, motorcycle related. It's going to be a great time over there.